live from my home studio in beautiful La Puente, California. This is the All Dodgers Podcast. What is going on, Dodgers Party people? We are part of the Believe Network of Podcasts. And I should say, what is going on, Clint Nation? Happy Thirsty Thursday to you, uh, my my wonderful people here in the internet uh, machine. Sorry for keeping some of you guys hanging for a little bit here on the stream. I had to go do professional, uh, non-professional things, and then I had to drive, and there's traffic out in the world. But we're here now, and on today's show, we're talking about them, Los Angeles Dodgers, the undisputed best team in Major League Baseball at this moment. We got to talk about spring training win number one. We're going to talk Gavin Lux. We're going to talk about uh, 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 Teoscar Hernandez showing up, showing out, and his uh, new budding relationship with Shohei Otani. A whole lot more on today's edition of All Dodgers Live. First, I am Clint Basias. You guys can see it right here. Uh, you can find me as RealFRG on the social media machines, the uh, X, the Twitter, the Instagram, whatever you want to call those things. Read my stuff at AllDodgers.com, even though I still haven't written there in a while. I'm going to do it. I promise. I promise you this. Maybe I will write something tomorrow being Friday. Uh, if you guys want me to write an article, consider giving this uh, episode, uh, this live stream a thumbs up and subscribe while you're here. It's completely free and it really, really helps out the channel. The channel that just hit 6,000 subscribers. Thank you guys. Uh, literally could not do it without you. And, uh, you know, me and, and the missus after the show, we got to celebrate a little bit. You know, probably I meant to pour celebra- uh, celebration shots, but maybe we should hold off celebration shots for 10K. But I'm also wondering if every time the Dodgers win this season, we got to have a celebration shot. So hopefully I get really effed up all year long, but I will do at least a, a little sipple here uh, of some fine Modelo time fool. Sorry for drinking into the mic there. That is an annoying sound, but let us get into the comments. I'm seeing a lot of familiar friends here in the show. My guy Jorge is the first comment I see uh, saying cheers. Cheers to you, Jorge, as my thingy is not staying erect. Hey, hey, now I'm going to get demonetized. Kevin Uhas is in the chat saying it's Modelo time. Clint, um, Diane saying straight to 10K. Rebecca saying congrats on 6,000. Thank you guys. I thank you guys for being uh, part of my one of the videos I've done so far. Uh, being Being part of the fame air quote we'll throw out there king yellowman's in the chat with the cheers cheers to you my friend uh roy estrada's uh, roy estrada's in the chat we got val reyes in the chat what's going on val says what's up clint go dodgers how you doing thanks for hanging out with us we got roy in the chat i think i saw <laughs> king yellowman saying fack traffic now i won't get it uh, i won't get demonetized kevin uh Yuha says whiskey is great but i do i knew i saw one as i was doing things on the back end got a super chat from my guy angel enriquez 499 super chat sending currently sending super chats in the shower no one has an excuse not to support be like angel go jump in the shower and then also comment and then also send super chats uh it's a great way to support the show and to support good hygiene uh, that's great appreciate you uh my guy angel um Diane uh, giving some love in the chat. Showtime LA, uh, a fan favorite here on the channel, uh, saying, been saying it for a while, Gavin Stone, number six starter behind Sheehan. I do want to talk Stone. I do want to talk uh, Mikey Grove showing out a little bit there uh, during today's game. Uh, I thought about 
I thought about doing like a uh, right after the game stream, but no, no, it's Thursday and we party at seven on Thursdays. But we'll figure out how things go uh, as the season progresses, gang, for sure. Uh, Living Doorway is in the in the chat. Appreciate that's a good name right there. Johnny uh, Johnny Chingas in the house. Uh, salute to you, Johnny. What's going on, Deborah Young? Appreciated that game. That game was awesome. The rookies rocked it, and and this was. What they they absolutely destroy Musgrove. You know what? If people want to talk crap about Clayton Kershaw getting one out and getting giving up six runs in the playoffs, Musgrove got no outs and gave up what? How many runs? Uh, uh, I mean, they're all meaningless in the spring training, and it's a bad connection. But I'm still gonna go with it because why not? Oh damn! I apparently there were two Angel super chats. Another one, a dollar ninety nine. This was earlier saying, "I'm the first super chat. If you ain't first, you last." Angel, uh, you know, and he's putting more Modelo in the fridge, or maybe we got to figure out. Maybe I'll put, uh, you know, put out a poll to see what people think I should be drinking on our Thursday streams. Uh, let's see. Let's uh, let's uh, have a sip and let's find some more comments. Uh, we got a Musk Grove in there from El- Elisheva, if I'm saying that wrong. Um, we got a Bob Student 10 said, hit that like, like, boys and girls. That's a good point. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe. All those things help out the channel. Um, let's probably, let's see, Diane saying so much positivity to take away from, from today's game. And Joseph saying, Lance Lynn is now official MLB home run derby pitcher. Yeah, he didn't even start today, but he still gave up about three jacks uh, for the Cardinals. But yeah, let's uh, let's uh, let's talk about Dodger baseball guys' reactions to a 14-1 to drubbing over the Padres. The boys get at it early. You love to see Teo already. Teoscar Hernandez showing up showing out more on him later but uh near miss near hit of a of a you know having his first Dodgers hit even though it doesn't mean anything in spring training it's nice to see nearly a home run does get that two run double to spark uh, an eight run first inning um and the bats kept going you know they they stayed a little quiet there a couple innings after and ultimately put up another six runs in the game, which you love to see 12 hits, 14 runs. I don't want to get too, too, too much into, you know, the stats and all that. That's not my thing. I don't think you guys care about hearing the stats. If you want them, you can go read them. Dodgers.com is a good spot to go to, to find out about the, the finite details of the game. But already said it earlier. You love to see them take it to Joe Musgrove, who didn't even record an out. You get a good showing from Gavin Lux in his first game back from the knee injury. Just, what is it? A week shy of one year to the day at the same place where his career was derailed. I mean, I'll tell you, I would have uh, some butterflies and some other emotions uh, going on in my gut if I were Gavin Lux. So, uh, you know, props to him for putting together a nice game. He had a hit, a walk. I think he scored one or two runs. I don't remember if it was two runs. Um, I see in a, a, a Barnes rake, raking bake in the chat saying Barnes being Barnes. What was he batting fifth in the lineup? That one, you know, I, I really do think sometimes. Dave Roberts in this front office, they're a little trolly because 
Austin Barnes, game one of the spring training season, batting fourth or fifth or whatever it was, fifth uh, or sixth, whatever the hell it was. It's still, it's very, very funny to see him not being just dead last, even though there were rookies ahead of him. But you know what? Barnes is going to do Barnes things. Barnes did a nice job to guide the rookie pitchers earlier, uh, early in the game. You got uh, a nice shuddy performance out of Gavin Stone. You got shuddy out of Michael Grove. Mix a, mixing some K's in there, uh, looking good. The the changeup for for Stoner looking all the way back. Something like we saw last spring training where he was striking out everybody um, in the Cactus League. But uh, you know, nice nice outings all around for the pitching staff. Except for one guy. We'll talk about that in a second. The lone blemish. Uh, I guess I'll do it now. It's, of course, Alex Vessia. But uh, uh, one last note I had that I wrote down that I wanted to talk about. Uh, it's nice to see also Andy Pajes in there already. Uh, hit a couple ribbies in the game. In his first game of the spring training, he did have the, um, I think it was his right shoulder. Uh, he had surgery last year. Missed the majority or if not all of the 2023 season to see him back. Uh, that's one of the guys that's going to be a major, major um, insurance piece of insurance for the Dodgers this year. But uh, let's get into some of your guys thoughts here. As I see MB saying release Vesia. We're not quite there yet. I forgot to look. I was going to do the homework before the show. I, I think Vesia is out of options. Uh, he's, it's going to take a long time for him to you know, pitch his way off of this roster, but it's at least something to have a conversation about. But I do want to talk about more about Vesia in a minute. I want to talk, get to some comments here. Osterberg, bring it up. What's going on? Craig saying uh, Barnes struck out. You know what? And, and the sun will come up tomorrow morning here in uh, Los Angeles and as well in Arizona. Eric Hernandez uh, making the show for the first time, making a live show. Appreciate you, Eric. If you guys can't make the show live, of course, they are up on YouTube in perpetuity unless I had to decide to uh, delete them, but also uh, on iTunes, on Spotify, I on iHeartRadio. Uh, all the links are on alldodgers.com slash podcast or just search All Dodgers Podcast with Clint Pasillas. You'll find me. Subscribe there. Leave a review if you can or leave a leave a thumbs up, leave a star. Those type of things really help out on uh, those channels, those uh, sorts of areas. Uh, King Yelman says, welcome back Padres. You know what? It turns out for the San Diego Padres, it was not the manager's fault. Just saying. Uh, let's see what else we got. George, uh, George says, uh, to me, it was a statement made to the Padres that we own the West. Um, one game, meaningless game, first game in the Cactus League season. However, damn, it feels good to be a gangster. To get you know they even got the G on the arms now because they gangsta like that. But fun game. Uh, Giants says hats off to Gavin Lux for being a trooper and having a good showing in game one. Um, you know I wouldn't say face the media, but you know he was super positive to to the media after the fact. Uh, you know talking about the game, dealing with because uh, one of the things you know um, the visitors clubhouse there at Peoria. Fans can get right up to where players and coaches exit. And, you know, usually I'll say we because I'm, you know, I was media. I've been media. I'm, I'm media ish right now. Um, you, you, you can be right there. You could be, uh, you know, hooting and hollering. And, uh, and, and media is just stuck there uh, essentially on, on a parking lot waiting for 
you know, dudes to come out of uh, out of double doors and and hope to give them a minute of their time before going to their cars. You know, a lot of the time, Pierre is not that far from Camelback or hopping on the bus or whatever it is. So, uh, Gavin Lux giving his time to the reporters there, talking about. Um, uh, we'll we'll get more into Lux for a second because I do want to talk about his conversation with Manny uh, that that I think is really cool. But the important thing is Lux came out of it healthy. He wasn't in the game wearing the the big knee brace, which was something we did see or we did kind of have a concern that maybe he might be wearing early in those games. I personally, if you guys remember a couple weeks ago or whatever it was, I was a proponent for him uh, wearing that knee brace maybe through his first game, especially if he's just going to be DHing. Um, but uh, you know what? I don't. I don't write the checks to the Dodger players, so I don't get to make that kind of decision. But uh, let's get down to the comments a little bit here. Then I do want to talk more Vessia, and I do want to talk more Lux. Specifically, those two guys I want to uh, focus in on. Uh, Bob Student Ten says, uh, "I just saw Vessia at the Greyhound station," and that's a good comment. That's a that's a positive comment. We appreciate you, Bob Student Ten. Um, Kevin Uhouse says Vessia looks very mid giving up the homer. It was mid-mid. I think it was a mid-mid fastball. Um, I don't want to crap all over Vessia yet, but we will maybe in about a minute. We'll get through a few more comments here. Mr. Classic in the chat. What is going on, Mr. Classic? Gavin Stone changed my mind. Stoner looking good, and he did it You know, at the start of the game. He did it against not the scrubs in the Padres lineups. He did it to the well-paid scrubs in the Padres lineup. Ha! Burn! Oh, that's a good beer. You know, the one thing that's tough, and I think I saw a comment super early in the chat from uh, Kevin Yuha saying I uh, could use or I need a um, a co-host or whatever. The only thing I think right now I want a co-host for is, yeah, it's easy to, it's nice to take that little break during, um, you know, riffing back and forth. But it's so I can enjoy my beer a little bit more here and there. I got to tell you, there are some, I feel, I feel like I'm babysitting at times. Because I don't want to just have you guys sitting here watching me drink beer. I mean, I could start a different channel if you guys want me to do that. That's really freaking weird, though. So I'm not going to do that. Uh, Showtime LA says, I wish they gave Gavin or Gavin. Is it Gavin? No, Dalton rushing more than one at bat. Listen, it's game one. Uh, He's one of the guys I did identify as a... um, what am I looking for? As one of the the non roster invitees to watch. Of course, he's part of the Dodgers. Uh, you know, he's drafted by the team. Got a bobblehead uh, of him back there, buried by other bobbleheads, as I've added to the uh, collection behind my uh, left right shoulder. Um, Burp. The uh, the we're going to see a lot of rushing this spring, and you know, as this team starts to kind of get everything to, together, get their pieces together to, to get to, uh, to Korea. Cause they're, you know, they only got like what, two weeks left of spring training before they're gone. It's kind of weak, kind of mid, uh, I guess it's a mid kind of show, but, um, it is what it is, but, uh, just watch, just watch, uh, watch from Dalton along the way. Um, Hit that! I think somebody was saying that we're down on the likes. Maybe somebody needs a refresh, but I would suggest either way, hit that like button, hit that subscribe while you're here. Um, but uh, one of the, th- <laughs> I don't know what that one's about. But, uh, one of the things I also want to note, I'll, I'll put a pin right, uh, right here, right now. Uh, after this stream, uh, my buddy Tim Rogers, uh, Dodgers 2080, he's going to be premiering a conversation him and I had a couple days ago, just about you know overall talking about uh, the the Dodgers' incredible off season and all that kind of stuff. So um, once we're done here. 
Go hang out, 8.30 p.m. Pacific. Uh, hang out in the premiere with uh, with Tim and I. I'll be there for a little bit before uh, before I go and have my celebratory shot in the kitchen. But, um, yeah, just a little programming note there. I meant to put it on, on my... Uh, on my community page, on our community page, but I didn't get around to doing that yet. But moving on, um, Roy Estrada says Dodgers taking prospects to Korea. I think they'll take a few, but not too many. There is so the Dodgers' last game is Wednesday the thirteenth in Arizona, and on the I think it's Saturday the the how many days is that? Uh, yeah, Saturday the sixteenth they have a uh, the the spring breakout game, a prospect game against the the Angels at uh, Tempe Diablo. So they're going to need to have some of their best prospects there. So I will be at that game and I'm hoping to get eyes on Dalton rushing. Um, if you guys see me at the game out there, Tempe Diablo, don't be shy. Buy me a beer. <laughs> I'm just messing around. Uh, oh, what's going on here? No Ortega. Thank you for the dollar nine two dollars super chat from Noah Ortega, one of our regulars, one of our favorites here on the stream. Everybody who comments and hangs out with us every stream is one of my favorites for sure. But Noah has been super supportive along the way and super supportive with this super chat saying congrats for reaching reaching six K. Let's go, Dodgers. Appreciate you, Noah. Let's give Noah the clap there because we're just feeling we're feeling froggy about it. And uh, that's what that's what he deserved. Um, I don't know what's going on there, but I don't want to know about them knee pads. We'll go ahead and move on. Uh, let's see. Mr. Seabad saying you can get to every spring training facility here in Phoenix. Furthest one from CBR is 50 miles away. Yes, and it's one of the worst complexes, in my opinion. Uh, Scottsdale Stadium. I hate that one. Unless, is it Scottsdale or is it Talking Stick that's technically the the, the furthest? Because Talking Stick is one of the best. That's probably the top one. Of, it's in the top three. Still going to make that video, by the way. I'm gonna, my, my spring training video. Top top three is is talking stick, if not number one, and then uh, the worst, in my opinion, is not even Ho Cam. It is Scottsdale Stadium. It's also maybe a little bit because the the Giants play there. All right, let's get into uh, more of the next show because I see Brett Rose. This is a great segue here. This brings me to one of my two big talking points for the show. Um, Brett says a lot of Dodgers are waiting to take. Vesia's spot, Vesia's position. So let's talk three, turning it into two talking points. It is a clear weak spot. As I got to stop hitting the table, you guys are wait. I don't want to cause an earthquake here. Clear weak spot in this potentially really really good Dodger bullpen. If there's one, it is Alex Vesia. We've talked about it. We all kind of have been pointing several fingers at him all off season long and now into spring training. And that's a tough spot for him. Cause I know AV is somebody that, and his wife are, are people that are, are pretty active on the social media machine. And, and I don't think anybody here wants Alex Vesia to, to be bad or be put into a bad, you know, bad position. His success is our gain as Dodgers fans because we want him to be good to make the team more good so we can get a, a, a nice piece of metal and all that. But, um, you know, admittedly, my guy, Alex Vesia, goes through those stretches of missing his spot by a lot. A lot of up and in fastballs. I mentioned in the last stream, this is where I was a little nervous when I heard he was going to throw live BP to Shohei Otani and his $700 million beautiful face where that fastball likes to kind of eat and, and, and run away from Vesia's hand. But, you know, a, a sidebar of today's game, 
where we see, again, the one lone blemish coming from Alex Vesia. I loved seeing John Rooney finish the game. Um, that's my kind of – I am I decided I'm going to have one guy that I'm going to have as my, my sleeper impact pick for the team this season, and it's going to be John Rooney because he's he's a lefty, he's a little older, and – he needs an opportunity. He's gotten better. Uh, me and uh, uh, Casey Porter of Dodgers uh, Daily, we we spoke about uh, Vessia a couple, or Vessia, Vessia's friend or Vessia's potential guy coming for his job. Um, I just realized I didn't update one part of the stream, but it is what it is. Um, he's he's somebody that you should keep an eye on. He had the sweeper going today. He's got the fastball. Uh, if he can if he can hit his location, you're going to be in a good spot with. Um, with John Rooney as somebody who's a backup, but there, there's a couple other guys, you know, uh, that are in camp to challenge for jobs and the Dodgers need to treat this spring training as an honest competition on all across the roster, whether it's at shortstop, if, if Lux does struggle, if Hayward, you know, if the clock strikes midnight on Hayward, we're focusing just on that with Outman or whatever, like don't give these guys the longest of leashes. Yes, you can because, all wins are created equal, but wins earlier in the season, you can uh, they don't feel as important. You have a little bit of leeway to kind of test and see what these guys are made out of. We saw it last uh, last um what am I looking for? Last uh, year with um lost my train of thought cuz I saw something pop across the screen. But anyways, we've seen it before. You can see what these guys are 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 made out of and um Somebody, I'll just I'll, I'll throw out like a Cindergard. He struggled <laughs> early, <laughs> or sorry, he was good, ish. He was okay in spring training, and they gave him probably a little bit too much leeway, and then they eventually pulled the plug. You can you can do that. This team has the opportunity to kind of do that. We could look at twenty twenty two Edwin Rios. They gave him some opportunity. It didn't quite work out, and they pulled the plug on that. But there are a couple of non roster guys. If we are looking at. Um, Alex Vesia, and, and I'll, I'll backtrack for a second when I say an honest competition. There's one guy that's always going to be a lock. It's going to be, um, uh, sorry, I had the name, Austin Barnes. Austin Barnes, he can do no wrong. We know this. He's not going to lose his job based on performance. It's just not going to happen, especially in spring training. But anyways, um, back to the lefty, back to that that kind of glaring potentially weak spot in a also potentially really, really good bullpen. We look at this guy. We look at Alex Vesey, and we also look at a couple of the non-roster guys, some guys I pointed out in the non-roster video, except for one, because he wasn't a Dodger at that point. Uh, Tim and I do talk about him in the video that comes on after this. So check that out, Dodgers 2080. But uh, two non-roster guys that the Dodgers brought in um, just at the start of camp and then a week into spring training with Justin Wilson and TJ McFarland. These are guys that have had uh, um, a stretch. They've had different uh, versions of major league success. TJ McFarland's been a big leaguer for a long time. A knock on him is pretty inconsistent when it comes to him being good. Also, been an Astro in his career, if I remember correctly. Justin Wilson... Uh, Cub, uh, he was a Cub guy. Um, 
He was coming back from Tommy John last year and then had another injury when he was warming up to enter the game for the first time, enter an MLB game for the first time, um, you know, coming back from the surgery. But when healthy, Justin Wilson has been pretty damn good. So that's the type of guy you look at with this Dodger club. He, If they didn't have Alex Vesia, somebody like Wilson would have the kind of shoe in to get um get playing time, uh, you know, potentially make that opening day roster. But because it's such a tight opening day roster right now, really the competition is like <laughs> one spot in the bullpen at most, but not really because if they want Fire Eisen in there, they want Dan Hudson in there. If they can't, you know, answer the bell, they'll be IL'd and yeah, whatever. You'll have a, a, a little bit of leeway to try some of these guys, but Keep an eye on Justin Wilson. Keep an eye on John Rooney. Keep a little bit of side eye on uh, TJ McFarlane if things don't work out with Alex Vesia this season. Uh, let's get into a little more of the chat. Uh, let me fix one thing here because it's bothering me to see that I have the wrong words. So I'm just going to yeet most of the words here and uh, boom, fixed it. There we go. We're all the way back now, guys. Let's get into some of the comments here. Let's go. I'm going to scroll all the way down. I see my name. Um, why did I see my name? Oh, <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's pretty good. Two, two very different but very good comments here. Mr. Seabad says, Clint, you look absolutely stunning in black. Why, thank you. Uh, it hides my features. And he says, now blow me a kiss. Or they say, now blow me a kiss. Well, I uh, appreciate that. And Ricardo Ayala, I love this one, says the Clint Pasillas Paper Company. <laughs> and I, I I see what you're doing there, and I like it. Um, let's see. <laughs> Diane, this is back in the chat. I'm about 10 minutes late, so I'll, I'll read Diane's. But it says, uh, she says, we can watch you drink your beer while talking. Okay, all right. Cheers to you guys. But let's uh, let's scroll down a little bit here. Um uh, Mr. Seabad, giving some love to uh, to Ramos, Jose Ramos. It's Jose, right? I'm pretty sure I've been talking about him for years, but um, he's he's down on the depth chart for sure. If he has a good year, he very much moves up in terms of tradable prospect capital for this team. If he somehow, if Ramos somehow makes the the big league Dodgers, something went very very wrong. Somebody got very, very hurt, and then also three of his friends got very hurt on the um, on the big league roster. So uh, it's it's crucial, it's critical to somebody like uh, the Ramos kid to have a good spring, really give himself, um, put a little bit of a name out there because you can look at the most recent one I could think of uh, t- two years ago. Ryan Noda, he showed out during spring training. Dodgers had no place for him. He ended up finding his way to Oakland uh, in a trade, and he had a really good year last year with Oakland, and that's really what some of these guys should be looking at. I, I saw somebody posted a, on, on Twitter, X, somebody posted a, a video of a cameo that they got from Cody Hosey where Cody Hosey addressed the fact that he's not going to get traded because he's one of Cody Hosey, Dodgers third base prospect prospect we use loosely but um it was kind of funny but anyways you're also at this point a lot of these guys are playing for that visibility to other um to other squads or whatever to other teams because you know a trade is a path to uh getting more money for them 
Blake Mann asks, do I have season tickets? No, your boy don't got that kind of money. But people are, are adding to the uh, to the Dodger game fund here. Uh, every super chat goes slightly towards the Dodger. Uh, I think we decided to call it the Dodger game fund. Uh, I don't know what the hell we're calling it, but um, I'm happy to uh, you know pull some of that money and get get uh, get out to a Dodger game and make a fool out of myself uh, for fun because that's what we're here for, right? Making a fool out of me. <laughs> but uh, Craig Osterberg, we're getting ahead. Saying Landon Knack going tomorrow. It's gonna be fun to watch Knackers on the bump. Um, or I guess that's getting not getting ahead. That's getting behind. Speaking of being behind, I almost missed George here. With the $2 Super Chat, thank you, George. I appreciate your Super Chats. And cheers, brother. Well, cheers to you. And if you're going to cheers me, I, I mean, I have no choice but to enjoy my beer if somebody cheers me and gives me a Super Chat. that's just, That would be rude of me not to. Moving on here. Um, let's see. Let me scroll down a little bit here so I can make sure that I'm not too, too far behind here. Uh, 275 vet a couple minutes back saying we won 14 to one with Barnes starting. So there you go. A little bit of Barnes love, a little bit of Barnes positivity in the chat. We appreciate that. Um, Larry moles. Hey, I remember you, Larry. What's going on, Larry? Good to see you in the chat saying what's Barnes contract got left. Uh, he's still under contract for this year. And then I think he's a free agent again. Um, he's not going anywhere though. Cause yeah, he signed the two year deal last year if i'm not mistaken you don't really look up barnsey stuff anymore i guess i mean i guess a lot of people want to see barnes gone so i can understand people looking up how how much longer is barnes going to be a dodger it sounds like a good article i should write that article i did promise i might consider (laughs) writing an article uh diane also answers larry saying it doesn't matter they'll renew it yes they will Uh, he is never going anywhere uh, carnivorous under activity saying, uh, me, Clint hating on Vessia. Was I hating? I don't know if I was hating. I think I was being realistic again. I want Alex Vessia. I like Vessia. He's a good dude. Um, he's, he's good in the clubhouse when he's right. When he finds the strike zone, he is a, 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 um, one of the better left-handed options. One of, uh, we'll, we'll call it a, a top. 25 lefty reliever option in baseball take with that what you will if that's really good or if that's really bad i don't know but still um you know i want him to do good you really want alex Vesey to do good but don't let this team be beholden to that relationship if if he's not getting the job done you need to look at other options that's that's just the reality of it um, let's see what we got. Uh, Rebecca saying Barnes stays as long as Kershaw does. That's definitely fair. Um, got a few cheers in here, so I might as well cheers. If people are at least also saying cheers, Hector saying no whiskey tonight. No, I got home and I, I came straight into the office here, into the studio. We're calling it so I can get ready for the show. Cause I don't want to leave people waiting. And then I left people waiting a little bit longer, but cheers. Whiskey, whiskey Monday. It's gonna be whiskey business Monday. Let's see what we got. Um, <laughs> Craig, Craig uh, asking about DMAC. Uh, I'm not gonna answer no DMAC questions, but uh, uh, you know, spent some time over there uh, getting getting credentials, and uh, he's uh, he's over there, you know, living his best life, um, eating eating bad food out in Glendale, Arizona. 
Um, we got one Longy Raider in the chat going on Longy Raider saying yuck yuck yuck. I don't know what that one's about, but I agree. Um, uh, let's see, Diane saying right here. Let's get back. Uh, you got to love Vessia. I love how he always wears his heart on his sleeve. Yeah, that's, again, that's a good dude. He's a good human. He he really does want to do well. Um, he, none of these guys want to do bad. That's the important part. But again, I think all of us as fans, the Dodgers as a, as a an organization, they're kind of done. Not, I would say losing or. You know, just not not putting out the best possible um, product on the field. If you guys want to help make this best po- uh, product possible, hit that thumbs up button. Hit the subscribe. It's free. If you're not subscribed yet, it really helps out the channel. We just hit, I think, now past 6,100 subscribers. That's pretty fucking cool. And we couldn't do it without you, the viewer. Um, so get double thumbs up. But uh, let's move on here. The second of the two big talking points I did allude to a little bit earlier in the show, um, Gavin Lux. So Gavin Lux, again, he, he makes his uh, spring training debut. He comes back after uh, missing the last year thanks to an ugly ACL tear, other you know ligament damage there in that knee, in that, uh, what is it, that right knee. Uh, is it the right knee? No, it is the left knee. Uh, one of the things I did like, from uh, this this Thursday game from the Cactus League lid lifter, as you might call it, if you're one of the old folks like I. Um, well, one, you like that the Dodgers beat the shit out of the Padres 14 to one. That's fun. You give that one a couple of coins because, you know, after the Padres. But there was a scene uh, in the broadcast. Uh, I don't know if they showed it on on the ESPN side, but they did show it on uh, the Sports in LA broadcast of Gavin Lux and uh, Manny Machado talking, having a conversation. Lux was asked uh, after the game about that conversation. Um, I, I didn't load the clip here. I'll probably re-upload this on the channel as a standalone, so I'll plug the clip in here so it makes more sense uh, after the fact. So watch again if you guys want to watch again later. But... Um, so Machado, you, you got to appreciate the veteran here, him being, uh, you know, older now. He's got his money. He's cut his his teeth or whatever the hell the expression is in this league and him putting his arm around somebody who wasn't a former teammate of his. You know, they the Lux and Machado did cross paths in the organization when Manning was a Dodger, but they didn't play together. Um, Luxie was still a good ways away uh, from making his major league debut, but he did, uh, you know, did Manny impart some wins, wisdom, impart some knowledge onto Gavin Lux, telling him like, hey, you know what, like you, you, you get, you're going to get through this. You're going to get over that hump. Um, I've been through it. You know, Manny famously blew out his knee in uh, 2013. It was only his second full season, slipped on that first base bag and uh, tweaked. It was it was an ugly play people for people have been watching baseball for a while. It's one of those ones that you could still see in your head and, and very much cringe about. Uh, he's on, on the ground for a while, writhing in pain, uh, comes back and you know, has a surgery, comes back, puts together a, a solid partial season in 2014 until he has a different knee injury, uh, on a swing in 2014, late in the season, uh, like September or something like that. So Manny went through it. He definitely went through it. He did eventually overcome it. So that that um, that 14 season was rough. The 14 season was definitely kind of rough. 
Um, I mean, he wasn't, he didn't have a bad season statistically, but the power is down. You know, it's probably a little bit, a little bit in the back of his head. I don't want to get myself hurt here on, on these, um, on these plays or whatever the hell it may be on, on these swings or whatever. But you look now, if he had the injury in 2013, you look to 2015, that's when Manny Machado became Manny Machado. 37 home run season broke out, became one of the superstars in baseball and of course also started developing that reputation of being the new Manny being Manny guy but his messaging you got to appreciate it to Lux like it took about a year before you get back to feeling uh, you know normal again Lux or Manny his numbers back that up he's been there done that and I appreciate him kind of putting his arm over Lux in that situation didn't need to their you know their opponents or whatever but um you know I'll I'll guess take an opportunity to applaud Manny Machado on the rare occasions he does something nice you know I was somebody who in the 2022 season I was very much like hey look at Manny's growing up he's it looks like he's kind of figuring it out but it was real easy for him to figure out when um, you know the team was the Padres were winning and he didn't have to like actually you know sack up and and be a leader but um, sack up would be a great segue by the way you know what we're talking about next. Um, but anyways, I appreciate Manny Machado giving Lux a little bit of a uh, little bit of love there. And uh, hopefully, hopefully, my guy, my best friend in the whole wide world, there's a lot of love between me and Gavin Lux. Hopefully, takes it all in, uh, you know, in stride, takes it to heart, and, and you know, takes good footing, good steps when running around the bases. But again, he did so today. Well, one for two with the walk, run scored. Um Hopefully he gets into a game at shortstop soon enough and just puts it all behind him. Just that's all you got to do coming up on that one year mark. As soon as you get over that one year mark of since it happened, since the surgery, it's all behind you. It's all you got to do. The, the questions will dry up very soon for Luxie and then he can focus on just playing baseball. That said, let's talk about comments and let's see what uh, what folks have to say about Mr. Gavin Lux. Um, I like this one. Um, uh, well, Dodgers everything says uh, f the Madres. Now, guys, in your in your opinion, which carries more weight? Is it Dodgers everything or all Dodgers? I mean, I think we're I think we're preaching the same thing here, my friend. Everything to our Dodgers everything. So I appreciate you hanging out in the chat. Um, what did I see? Uh, oh, yeah, so F the Madres is on there. Uh, Longy Raiders said Dodgers knocked the Sonic rings out of the Padres, and I appreciate that. We'll give that one a uh, – we'll give that a uh, – thank you. King Yellowman brings a different point to the uh, to the argument here. Manny's a punk. Yeah, I mean, probably. I'd say it's fair. <laughs> Definitely has his moments. Craig Osterberg uh, giving some love to John Rooney, saying that lefty in the ninth was good. Hey, I'm telling you, sleep. That's my sleeper impact pick. I, I've decided. Um, let's see. That's a that's a general question there from Blake Mann. Which starting pitcher will have the best season? It's kind of. Um, I mean, it's a good question. Takes us off off the rhythm of, of of the Lux talk as Jenny Vega also joined the chat a little bit ago. Welcome to the show, Jenny. How you doing? Hopefully you're having a wonderful Thursday. Um, I mean, at this point, you can't not say Yoshi Yamamoto because I mean the dude's kind of looking pretty pretty friggin' nasty. Um, I'm gonna make that. I did say I did initially have this a. It was going to be three three talking points, like three major talking points I wanted to get into, and then I forgot I did add a third one. 
So I said it was going to be two, but now we're getting back to three. I want to talk about Yamamoto real quick. And I did drop the video on the channel earlier of the uh, the Yamamoto BP highlights. He faced uh, uh, Jason Hayward, uh, Freddie Freeman, and Miguel Vargas in BP. Uh, if I remember correctly, no hits. Or maybe maybe uh, there might have been a single against him. Um, that part I did forget. <laughs> Straight up forget, so my bad. I'm not bringing my facts to the fight here in this show. I'm just bringing feel and, and you know, a little bit of, I mean, not a little bit of buzz yet, but we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. But Yamamoto, man, is he fitting in with this club uh, very nicely, along with Teoscar, of course, who uh, I guess I'll kind of lump this in uh, with Teoscar stuff. So Yama, Yama-san, as I was already going to call him, thankfully Teo kind of gave us the opportunity to call him Yama, which is the preferred nickname, not Yoshi. Yama is the preferred nickname for Yamamoto. Um but yeah, Yamasan, he showed up, showed out, looked nasty, and I'm really, really looking forward to this guy uh, getting into a game and facing, you know, not his own teammates because he's making his, his actual teammates look foolish. And you know, one thing I'll say, man, this guy throws a lot. He's almost always in the bullpen. It feels like. But um, anyways, you guys also saw the 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 great clip with Teoscar Hernandez with Shohei Otani. And with um, Mr. Yoshinobu Yamamoto, uh, Teo being the, the new team leader, um, the bridge here, the cultural bridge for the Dodgers. He's teaching my, teaching our boys some Spanish, some, some, teach them to habla some Espanol, butchered that on uh, photo day. Uh, so a little buenos dias to people watching in, uh, if you guys are watching or listening in the morning for some reason never do that or the next day we'll say i guess i can say what else do you anytime really but uh to me I'm, I'm really enjoying that i'm enjoying that relationship i'm enjoying the um i'm enjoying bitter angels fans and you know bitter baseball fans uh not liking shohei otani showing some personality and all of that i think he's having fun as uh, ricardo throws in uh buenos dias fanaticos because you know Teoscar is pulling double duty. He's getting, he got hired to rake and he um, gets hired to teach Spanish to the Dodgers, which is very important, of course. Um, But uh, to me, this whole, that whole watching that video, and I don't know if everybody else kind of has the same feeling watching that video gives me old school, uh, Hunjin Ryu and Yasiel Puig like vibes. That that's what it felt like to me a whole bunch. I don't know if anybody else felt that, but um, I think I, I tweeted about it. I think we are going to effing love, effing love Teoscar Hernandez. This is a guy who's been in the league for a long time. He's he's been around a lot of different cultures, and I think I would say Latin players have a really really good, uh, at least in my experience watching. Watching the team, uh, watching baseball over these years, it seems like they have a really, really good, um, uh, like, ability to to speak the language of baseball and kind of bring these kind of guys together. You know, um, more so the Asian, you know, culture. Whatever we saw it with uh, Ryu, we saw it with Maeda and, and and Puig a little bit back in the day, and now we're seeing it uh, very early in spring training with uh, Yama and Showtime. And Teo. So I love that. Uh, great addition. And um, I'm really looking forward to watching that kind of um, that kind of vibe 
grow as the season goes along because we know the Dodgers social media team is going to eat up every bit of that that they can. That's going to be your new Kike Hernandez dancing in the, the freaking dugout right there. If you can get Teoscar Hernandez, you know, he said, so he said on the ESPN broadcast today, he did an in-game interview, and he said that he was going to uh, be teaching Yama and Shohei you know, some Spanish, but he was also going to be learning some Japanese phrases, trying to learn Japanese like phrase each day. So maybe there, there's your, there's your social media right there. Call me Sue, uh, Sue Joe. I'll help you out. Um, don't call me. I mean, call me whatever, you know, it's been a while since we've chatted, but that'll be funny to see, uh, as, as some sort of, what am I looking for? Um, yeah, social media gag right there, and it will come. Trust me, it's going to be coming. I know my guy Eric Vasquez watches the show too, so just give me a little maybe co-creator uh, on that one. Oh, what is this? I'm going to throw that on there from the legendary Diane Schroeder, the queen of the chat. $10 super chat. Oh, wait, I have a button for that too. $10 Super Chat saying congrats on 6,000 subs. Now on to 10K. Diane, thank you so damn much for the support. Jenny for the support. I'd be stroking who hangs out in the chat at different times uh, when uh, he can join when we're live. I appreciate the hell out of you guys. I appreciate everybody who hangs out on the show and very much appreciate everybody who hits that subscribe button because we're trying to get to 10K. When we get to 10K, I do want to do something. I don't know what I'll do. We'll do something fun. We'll do something different. Um... If we somehow, I doubt it, but if we somehow find a way to get there um, before opening day, very much doubt it. That would be that would be a pretty insane climb uh, before opening day, before U.S. opening day. Um, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. But anyways, hit that. Let's get that. Get on that road to 10K, guys. Anyways, if we get uh, we get more super chat money from folks, maybe. Maybe we could help Major League Baseball with their uh, their see-through uniform issues. I was, I didn't expect us to have to keep talking about the uniform issues as the season went along, um, but uh, the boys uh, around the league got their tight pants on, we'll say. And uh, holy shit, did MLB really drop the balls with these new uniforms? And I'll, I'll pause for effect. I'll pause for effect. Um, you know, we'll say literally as well. Let me uh, add this here. I messed that one up because why not? Um, hold on. There it is. I meant to do that. Anyway, blew this whole segment already. Um, I'm sure everybody has seen the photos by now. I was going to post post some of the photos in here, but again, I don't want to get demonetized from fellas dongs being see th- being shown through pants that are too thin and testy satchels being very visible how do you not test for testes major league baseball rob manfred said they tested these they tested these fucking uniforms and they're perfect they figured out all the uh, figured out all the problems that one time people wore them for a little bit at the all-star game last year was so perfect we could switch all the uniforms out and now may not make this or make this not a family game because we just got beans and franks hanging out it's absurd the league uh sorry the 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 players association the union is um you know they're they're pissed 
they're very much upset about this situation. They've aired their grievances about the uniforms already, both just at first they look kind of cheesy with some of the decisions. It turns out the reason the lettering is so small is because the, the jerseys are so paper thin, it can't support heavier letters apparently. It would just kind of fold over itself. Like I don't know why MLB sort of decided to limit itself, but they don't look good. And, you know, I don't know about y'all. I, I don't really... I really don't want to see these dudes dongs during the game. It's not my flavor. It's not my style. I just want to watch baseball. You know, it was it was cute when Cody Bellinger's pants came off when he was sliding. But now we're getting a little ridiculous, you know. Just saying. But you know what? I will I will commend Rob Manfred in saying that if he wants the games to go faster, uh all the batters starting with the two ball count will definitely do that. Oh that's what we call. Some ball humor. Thank you. Thank you. But anyways, Jenny Vegas says uh, she doesn't mind the small letters. Um, you know, it's it's not the it's not the worst. But what we had was was fine. They've been playing in those type of uniforms for so damn long. It, it it didn't seem to affect anybody's performance on the field. What they were using. So the. The need to to change this, and I'm somebody. I'm pretty. I don't like change. I would I would avoid it if I can, but I'll also embrace it when it makes sense. Um, yeah, it's just kind of stupid. Elisheva says Manfred should retire ASAP, and I am uh, not opposed to that. But this fool's going to make us wait another five years, and who knows? You know, at some point they might also ban jock straps and cups. So it's all out there. And yeah, there's you're selling t- you're selling tickets there, right there. Hector X says those uh, uniforms look like cheap knockoffs, and that's what the players are saying. We talked about this uh, last Thursday with my friend uh, 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 Greg Bergman. They look like knockoffs. They do not look good. They look like you you can get a better quality uh, jersey from you know imported from from like some sort of black you know, black market website or some website from China or from dudes hawking jerseys out in front of Dodger Stadium while you're trying to get in. So it's not a very good look for the for the uniform. Um, and I would like to see them do a little bit better. Like this one here, Roy Estrada. I don't think I already read it, but maybe if I did, I'll read it again. It says, MLB stated they wanted to be more transparent. And no, we say that. We say, oh, we say we found the rim shot button today, guys. That's three so far. Uh, Demon Shade 21, the pants look like they got soaked with buckets of water. Yeah, I mean, somebody hits a walk-off. If somebody hits a walk-off, it feels like it's going to be a problem. Feels like they're going to need to, you know, they get that blur buddy uh, button ready on, uh, on the, um, on the broadcast for sure. But, uh, <laughs> King Yellowman, it's a great comment. So he says, uh, I gained like five pounds and you can see my dong through my jeans. What are we, what are we doing here, guys? It's supposed to be a respectable show. Now, if you don't mind, let me drink my beer in front of TV people. It's a funny comment, though. Appreciate that. Uh, Ricardo says, put the pictures on Hotani fans. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, that's pretty good. NS wants a uh, a twerk from me when we hit ten thousand subscribers. My twerk ain't very good, but it's also really good. So maybe I'll twerk. Maybe I'll hit you guys with the gritty at ten k. But I don't. I don't have the space in here like I had before. 
So, I mean, I can back up. I got. I can go like. It'll look bad. It'll say well. It'll look bad, but you know what? Anything for you, the viewers. You just got to remind me of um, the things I agree to. I will. I will never do a shoey though. Just I promise you that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Diane says, "Come on, all you people, smash that like button for your boy Clint." That's right. I'm, I'm clearly working here. I'm working on my tight five uh, for the show or for for a stand up set that I'm never gonna do because I got some real good ball humor out of this one. I feel like I feel like we could just this. I could I could submit this show for an Emmy, I believe, and I won't do that, and I can't do that, but I can and I won't. I'll submit it to somebody. I mean, I'll find somebody named Emmy and I'll just be like, here, thank you for your consideration. There it is. This episode is now for your consideration. But yeah, that's what I was getting to. The the walk-offs, James, James Duckett or Duquette, however you want to pronounce it or however it is pronounced. Uh, yeah. Can you imagine what it's going to look like when they get doused in Gatorade? Yeah. Um, what do you want? The red Gatorade? Maybe not the yellow Gatorade. Real bad. It'll look real bad. All right, maybe I should stop talking about. Maybe I should stop talking about this one a little bit. But oh god, that's that's about it. Those are the main things I wanted to cover uh, today, guys. There's a lot of other little things. I'm gonna try to uh, to get some extra content out on the channel uh, tomorrow into the week. Um, if you guys want more me, I'm about to go live premiere or whatever. Um, chatted with my buddy Tim Rogers on the Dodgers 2080 YouTube channel. So go hang out with me and Tim. We talk about everybody on the Dodgers roster. And um, the show goes for a while because we're covering everybody. But it's more of just a you know, conversation, talking Dodger baseball friend conversation with a guy uh, I've known for a while and I respect in, uh, in when it comes to talking Dodger baseball is a good dude. So go hang out with Tim and um, and me also, Dodgers 2080 YouTube channel. Uh, I saw one more comment. I'll take the one uh, last comment here. Um, and uh, Well, there's a couple of them, a few people being happy about uh, the, the our, our being excited about Tim and the Dodgers 2080. So yeah, again, you got another like hour or some out of me on Tim's channel coming up right here, but I'll take this last comment and get the heck on out of here. Kevin, you asked, and this is one of the backup comments I had, um, as a maybe, and I'll probably dive into it more as a standalone video because I think it's worth talking about, but Kevin, you asks, are we okay with Outman not being platoon in center field? Uh, do I think he's good enough? Well, for talking about a platoon, he hit, better against lefties last year he had more slug against right-handed pitchers last year but he for a while was hitting close to like 300 off lefties um i think whatever you can do to not break up the continuity of the lineup i would prefer meaning i would be okay to see outman in there more often than not but if he's if he's struggling if it does become a, a you know an obvious struggle point for him um then i think it's something to revisit i do like that dave said um you know any of the days off that he does get it it's going to be against a lefty understandably but um i i believe uh you know El also just said it here um she said dave roberts already said outman is good enough to play every day and i agree i i I would argue at this point, you know, how long did it take the Dodgers to, to kind of pull the plug on batting 
Um, Andre Ethier against lefties, batting Jock Peterson against lefties. I should have done that one a little bit earlier, but these guys deserve their opportunities to play every day. In 2018, Bellinger, Cody Bellinger was kind of often benched against lefties at different points in time, and then he came back and had an MVP season in 2019. But James Altman is, is a pretty damn good ball player. He's turned himself into a pretty damn good ball player, and he's somebody who's going to be batting sixth or eighth in the lineup or seventh or eighth in the lineup, so it's not going to be a massive hit if he's playing every day and he's hitting – whatever, around 260 in the lineup with, with good defense and center field, good speed, and a little bit of pop uh, out of the right-handed, uh, left-handed side of the batter's box. However, I mean, you find a way to get a power you know, right-handed batter in there. I'm okay with it. But anyways, that's final comment uh, for the day, guys. I get the guts to get the hell out of here, but I appreciate you guys hanging out uh, in the show. Um, Jenny says, that's what happens. You got a lot of great players. You got a platoon. You, you also just run with the great players. I think, um, this team has the ability to pivot and adjust as needed. So if, if Altman struggles, they got somebody that could plug in there. They could, they could do a CT three. They can do Emmanuel Margot. Same with Hayward. If CT or if, uh, Gavin Luck struggles, they got some options there. So, um, I love this team. It's going to be a damn good team. It's going to be a damn fun season. And we're going to be here party rocking all season long, Clinton nation. Cause that's what we're about or something like that. I don't know. The Modelo's kicking in a little bit, but Val Reyes is great show. Great show as always, Clint. Thank you very much, Val. Thank you guys for hanging out. And this is high quality content right here. Thank you very much. I'll give you guys the clap. Cause I think you all deserve it. But, um, Stole the words right out, of my, right out of my mouth here. If you're not subscribed, please do so. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the thumbs up button. Hit the notification bell if you want to be alerted when I do go live. We will be going live quite often-ish when uh, the season comes around. But spring training baseball is here. The Dodgers played a baseball game today, and that is fun to me. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. If you listen on the podcast side, don't forget this is also a podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, part of the Believe Network of Podcasts. Subscribe there if you do want to just hear me in your ear holes during work hours or something, I guess. I don't know. Thank you for all the great comments. Thank you for the questions. Thank you so damn much for the super chat, guys. Uh, those really do mean a whole lot to me and uh, and the good boys out in the living room because they'll be getting some treats and I'll be going to a Dodger game because of super chats. Um, that's about it, guys. I'm Real FRG on the social media things. Find me there if you want occasional lukewarm takes about your team. Uh, the links are also in the description. Uh, again, hope I earned a thumbs up on the way out, and I will see you on the next one. Bye.